This is Alex, back with the Ditch Your Dorm podcast. Today we have Nina on with us, who is a vet at going through and picking apartments. Nina recently graduated from Boston University. Nina, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So, Nina, I know a lot of students at Boston University are going to be looking for apartments. It's going to be their freshman year, maybe it's their sophomore year. They're going to be looking um, their first time, and a lot of them don't know what to expect. So let's start off with, um, tell us about your experience renting at Boston University starting with your, with your freshman year. Yeah, so I lived on campus freshman year in a dorm, in a very, very small dorm. Um, and I knew that a lot of older students were moving off campus sophomore year. And so I started exploring that. Um, and it turned out that living on campus was um, more expensive than living off campus. Um, in many cases. So I definitely took that as a green light to go and explore that. Um, and so I had, you know, a couple of friends already that I knew I wanted to live with. Um, and this was very early on freshman year, which um, I know is rare to think about roommates because you don't even know who your friends are at that point. Um, but I, you know, had a couple of friends that I wanted to live with and we were told by some older students that you need to look early because everything really goes fast in Boston. There's tons of colleges, everyone is looking. So we really got on it and end of freshman year, we started, we started looking and um, definitely saw a lot of places that we hated. And then in early January, found an apartment, four bedroom apartment that we really liked um and we signed then which which was early but um we you know a, a lot of people had done it around that time as well um and then we you know we lived there for about two years um and then my senior year i moved out into a different apartment so i lived on campus for a total of one year and lived off for about three years got it is the um so how early, I know you, you said you signed your lease in January, um, which seems early, but it really isn't. When did you start actually looking for an apartment? So we started looking, and I know Boston is different than other cities. Um, it's very unique I, from what I heard and experienced in when you have to start looking for an apartment. Um, we started looking, I believe in December of my freshman year. Um, so that was just a couple of months into freshman year. And then we signed end of, probably end of January, early February. Um, and and so we had um, a, a broker help us um, find apartments and, and tour us to different places. Got it. So when, um, first of all, what is, what is a broker for those who don't know what a, what a real estate broker is? So I also didn't know what a broker was when I started this journey. Um, my friend's dad was in real estate. And so he suggested that we um, get a broker. And so basically it's someone you hire to help. You basically tell them what you're looking for in an apartment and he or she will, you know, give you a bunch of options. You look at them and then you pick the ones you want to tour and um, they help you, um, you know, contact the landlord of the apartment that you're looking at, schedule visits, and then help you sign the lease and organize all of that. Um, so that was the route we chose to go. Um, I don't think that's the most common for college students because it is an added expense. Um, so, and it was at times 
um, a little bit more stressful, but um, all in all, I think, um, I think it helped, especially in Boston. Okay. Well, is it, how, how did it help? Was it easier to look or was it, was it easier to get information dealing with a broker than just using something online? Um, so I think it was easier only in the way that, um, we didn't, we were new to the city. We had no idea where to look. We didn't know. Um, we also were very new to renting, didn't know if you just reach out to the landlord or how you even schedule visits. And so, um, because our broker, he, you know, this was his job. We kind of trusted him to do that and to kind of show us how this all works. Um, and so I think for the first time that was helpful. I didn't use a broker the second time. I thought it was, you know, I could do it on my own. So it's definitely not necessary, um, but definitely something that a few people choose to do. Got it. Um, how did you go about finding your roommates? I mean, it's, it's December, first semester, freshman year, you're in a new city, you're, you're originally from LA, yeah. you're, you're in a new city and how do you even know who you want to live with for the, you know, a year right. from now? Yeah, I um, didn't at the beginning. And I, um, so I had gone to college with a close friend from high school. And so that, so she was one of my roommates. Um, and then we had met two other girls who were from, both from LA. We didn't know them growing up, but they were both from LA and we just, um, we just decided to just take the risk and live together. Um, and it ended up working out. Although I wouldn't recommend looking that early and picking who you're living with, you know, in December freshman year, because your, um, you know, friends do change and, you know, a lot of things change freshman year. So if I were to use again, I probably would have waited a little bit longer um, to sign a lease, but that's how we did it. And thankfully it worked out because we're all still friends. <laughs> awesome. Um, what kind of advice would you give to a freshman that's thinking about who to choose for their roommates? Like what kind of like, obviously you're thinking, I want to choose my friends, but is there like, what kind of characteristics or things do you even need to talk about when picking your roommates so you're all kind of on the same page? Yeah. I mean, it's hard because you could be friends with someone and not be able to live with them. So I think finding that balance. And it's very hard to figure that out in the first couple of months of school. There's so much going on. I, you know, if you, I think it's always easier to live with someone that you've already lived with. So if you're, you know, current roommate in your dorm, if you guys are fine and everything is, you know, you guys are cordial and um, same level of messy or, or clean, then, you know, that's definitely a good way to go. You don't have to be best friends with the person you end up living with. Um, but you know, just making sure your priorities are all the same and really having direct conversations about, um, you know, all those cheesy questions of like, are you a morning person or a night person? Or are you clean or messy? I mean, those are really important. And um, because if you lay that out at the beginning, then it just makes everything easier. So definitely just talking about what, you know, your expectations are of a roommate and then going from there. That's a great point. And I, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I would encourage everyone to, to do that. Cause I mean, I've certainly been in a situation where I moved in with a best friend and it did not work out well because we yeah. were not compatible living partners. <laughs> exactly. It can happen. So yeah, it's unfortunate when it does. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, talk to us about the leasing process. What was that like? Um, did you, you mentioned that you're in your first apartment you lived, it was a total of four people. Did you all have to sign together? Um, you know, was anyone else involved, like your parents in, in the lease signing? What was the lease signing like? Yeah, so that part was actually pretty stressful and um, I didn't really know what to expect. So we, like I had mentioned, toured a bunch, you know, five or six places that we really didn't like. And this one, um, you know, we came in and we're like, okay, this is the one. And then all of a sudden our broker was like, okay, we're driving back to my office. We're gonna sign the paperwork, get your parents on the line because they need to be the guarantors. And I just didn't know what he was saying. Um, and so I, you know, my parents had known that I was looking at apartments and that this is something that I want to do and were kind of in the loop there, but had no idea like they would need to do something in like within five minutes. And I, they're on the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast, so there's a time difference. They were still at work. It was stressful. So we, you know, I kind of, I didn't really know um, any better and I just trusted the broker and I said, okay, fine, let's quickly go to the office and sign it. And his argument was, well, someone will take it. So we need to be the first ones to sign. And so we went back to the rental properties um, office and he gave us a bunch of paperwork and said, you know, your parents need to like email this back to me signed. And this is the fee for the broker. This is the first, this is the deposit. This is first month's rent. So all of these costs kind of just came at us and we were all there together we were signing paperwork. So all four of us individually were like on the phones with our parents explaining the process. Our parents didn't even, you know, we were, we don't, um, we weren't able to sign this apartment without um, our parents signing, which, so they were the guarantors. Um, and so, you know, we had to explain it to them. They had to be on board with the apartment. They had no idea what was going on. So in retrospect, I probably would have <laughs> prepared my parents a little bit better for this. Um, and kind of explained what this process was going to be like. But again, I had no idea what it was, what it was going to be. So it was definitely stressful. It ended up being fine, but you know, it was, everyone was kind of trying to rush their parents. It's, it's a lot. And then especially when that, when that pressure, and we've, we've heard from other students where that pressure is just as soon as you find the place, now it's like a sprint to sign the paperwork. And there's a lot of unexpected things. Like for example, so you talked about, I think like the most critical thing is um, the payment. Yes. And so what is, what is the uh, payment that you had to put down up front? So we had three different payments. One was first month's rent. Then there was a security deposit. And then there was the broker fee, which equaled to close to like one month of rent. So it was, it was a pretty big expense to just put down all at one time. Um, and so that, you know, that was definitely something we didn't expect. And, you know, I just didn't know it would have, have to happen all at one time. I also didn't know what apartments require. Like, you know, do they need a security deposit? Do they need first month's rent? Or what is, what do they want when you sign an apartment was what we didn't know. Um, so. Got it. And what is, um, so we already know that the, what, what a broker is and what the fee is for the broker. Um, what is the security deposit? So the security deposit is what you give to the landlord essentially, and he or she will keep it during your stay in that apartment. And so if, you know, when you're moving out, if there are any damages or 
fines or something, they will kind of take money from that deposit that you give them. It's kind of just like insurance for the landlord. And you know, if you're a great tenant and nothing bad happens, then you will get that money back. Um, but it is something you have to give for about a year or however long you're planning on staying there. So you know, hope you get it back, but you never know. <laughs> Did you have an idea of what prices would be um, in the areas that they were looking for each month? We, so at the beginning, no. And then I did some research and, and from looking online, you kind of see how much um, the different apartments are and, and by area. I, we also had some distant family friends that lived in Boston that we asked, um, you know, hoping they had a little bit more information. So it just took a little bit of Googling and looking at various um, websites and asking um, older students what their rent was. Um, so yeah, it was that part was kind of easier to figure out than other things. Got it. Okay. And um, so you mentioned your parents were involved with the lease and that they were the guarantors. Um, what does that mean? So basically, um, you know, I hope I get this correct, but I, you know, if you're a new renter and you haven't rented before and you don't have, you know, good credit or you don't have your own income or you're just not a the landlord thinks that you're not very reliable and they're not sure you'll be able to pay um, rent every month, then they ask for a guarantor. And for college students, most of the time, that's their parents. Um, and so the parents kind of sign and say, well, if my child in this case can't pay rent or something's happening with rent, then we will be responsible for this apartment and for financing it. And their credit is kind of, is on the line if you are not able to pay rent. So that's my understanding. So, yeah. Perfect. Perfect description. Um, okay. And then um, you were renting, you said you wanted to find a place close to campus. Um, yeah. Can you talk to us about kind of your search for a place close to campus? Like what that means? Like, was it close to like other things like certain streets or, you know, grocery stores or whatever? Yeah. So, BU is, um, the layout is kind of strange. I would say typical um, college campuses, what you think of is kind of like a circle or a square and every, there's a quad and everything kind of is around it. BU was more of a very thin rectangle and long rectangle. The whole campus was about a mile and a half long. Um, and so if you were you know, on one end of campus and you needed to get to the other side of campus for your next class, I mean, that could take 15 to 25 minutes, depending on how fast or slow you walk. Um, and so our goal was to kind of be, so there was one street, Commonwealth, that all the um, all the school buildings were um, located on. And so we wanted to live as close to that main street as possible so that we didn't have to, you know, you're already walking a mile to all these classes. You don't want to have to like walk to that main street um, for too long. Um, so we kind of wanted to live in a, you know, one mile radius um, to that street and our classes were all over the place. So we didn't really have like specifically one location we wanted to live in, um, but just as close to that main street as possible was our, was our priority. Got it. Um, in the, in summertime, um, you mentioned so in your in your first apartment, everyone was from LA or originally from LA. Um, what 
what did you do with the apartment in the summertime? Yeah, so that's also something you have to figure out. So uh, usually leases are year long and then you're, you know, if you go home for the summer, that apartment is still yours. So our lease was from September to the following September. So if your school gets out in um, May, you have all those months till September that you have to keep paying rent. So we, um, we wanted to get a sublet. And so that's just basically when you have someone live in your room and they help pay your rent. And it can be either official or it can be more under the table because some um, apartments, at least in Boston, the landlords, you know, wouldn't let you have subletters or you would have to pay a huge fee for that. Um, our apartment, um, I think they were not fans of subletters and, but we, you know, didn't want to pay the rent for when we were not living there. So we ended up finding subletters for all of our rooms. It wasn't too difficult only because Boston just has so many colleges and people take summer courses. So um, yeah, but that's what we ended up doing. And that also comes with its whole other challenges. Um, um, so yeah, but that, that was kind of a no brainer for us because just financially it, it didn't make sense to pay for something we weren't living in. That makes a lot of sense. Um, how did you go about finding subletters? Um, there's a bunch of Facebook groups um, of people looking for housing, um, you know, through word of mouth, um, posting on Facebook pages. Um, those were kind of two of the main ones. Um, we never tried it to, we didn't want it to be someone completely random. Um, but, and so it ended up working out that we knew someone, you know, six degrees of separate, just someone who knew someone who knew someone and they ended up living in our apartment. Got it. Um, was there any instances where um, a roommate had to move out, whether they were doing study abroad or just something else happened and they had, you had to find a replacement for a roommate? Yeah, so we actually all studied abroad junior year, second semester. So all four of us had to find someone to live, not only from when we were abroad from January to May, but then from May until end of September. So our junior year, we barely lived in that apartment. Um, two, so I ended up subletting my room for that entire time. My other roommates had, you know, had different situations, but I really wanted to sublet it for those months. And I ended up having a not so great experience subletting, um, you know, just, so I definitely learned that when you sublet, it's good to have a contract that you go over with the person you're renting to, to lay out, you know, what's expected. Um, here's how you will pay rent. What happens if you don't pay rent? So kind of, you're kind of becoming your own landlord essentially. Um, especially if um, you're doing this without kind of going through the official route, because if you're doing it officially through your landlord, then they will have their own separate paperwork. But if that's not there, I strongly recommend that you kind of come up with your own agreement with your subletter. Uh, how would you go about getting that agreement? Like, how, how did you do it? Um, so I kind of one of my friends had actually suggested it to me and she had a template that she used. So I, I used that as well. I also looked at the lease that I signed myself for that apartment and looked at what they laid out and what their terms were. Um, and just took, you know, really the high level points because there's so much in a lease um, that 
I wouldn't need. Um, so the main points were just how you're going to pay rent and then what happens if you don't pay rent, um, what needs to happen with all your belongings and if there's damage, um, what, you know, if you're renting one room, but the other room is empty, is that person allowed to put their stuff in that room or is that room off limits? There's, you know, things like that, that you don't even expect could be an issue, but then they would become an issue. So trying to lay out as many details as possible. And obviously it's not a legally binding contract because you're just doing it with someone else, but at least that understanding is there. And then if something goes wrong, you can't be, you know, that person can't say, well, you weren't clear because it's listed there in the agreement. Great. That's, um, I think that's super valuable. It seems like you got like, um, along with your college education, you got a minor in, um, in deal, dealing with apartments and contracts, um, which is, which, which is great. Um, so overall, um, if you were talking to a freshman who's about to start their, their year or a sophomore who's been there, but just lived in dorms. Um, what are some of the key takeaways that you would say, these are the things that you definitely need to focus on when searching for a new apartment? So, I mean, the number one thing is trying to figure out who you're going to live with, but say you already have that and you know who your roommates are going to be with. I think um, when looking for apartment, there's a lot you can focus on, whether that's proximity to campus or layout or how many bedrooms or size of the apartment. And I think figuring out what's most important because, you know, you're not going to find everything you're looking for. And especially in college towns, the apartments are not great and all beautiful. And so just figuring out what you're willing to compromise on and what is, um, what is the most important to you, I think is key. Also, um, figuring out, you know, discussing with your roommate or roommates how you're planning on looking for it. So are you in the city that you're looking? Is it common to have a broker? Is it um, not common? Is, is that an expense you're willing to take? Um, you know, are you going to just look at websites? I would really just ask around and ask anyone, you know, who has kind of the same um, uh, budget as you. Um, I would recommend talking to them and kind of just understanding what people do. Um, and then just, you know, researching, um, asking friends how their, how their lease went, what it was like to sign, um, what they need to, in order to sign an apartment. I mean, this is all stuff you can find just by Googling, but also asking people is really helpful. Um, and if you do need a guarantor, if you do need your parent or guardian, whoever to sign for you, making sure you prepare them ahead of time and tell them what they will need to give you, um, what documents and what the expenses would be like and kind of give them the worst case scenario and be like, I might call you, you'll be at work in 10 minutes, I need you to sign something. Is that gonna work for you? If not, let's figure out a way how this is gonna work. So those are my three, I think, main points. <laughs> that is great advice. And you heard it first right from a veteran of renting a college um, someone who's gone through, figured out her own agreements, has <laughs> gone through being abroad, gone through subletting in the summertime, working with a broker, then not working with a broker. I mean, you know, it seems like you did like everything that you could have possibly touched renting in college, you did. Um, I think this is going to be tremendously valuable uh, for anyone who's listening in. Um, so thank you for joining us on Ditch Your Dorm. Thank you for having me. And I hope at least something of what I said was helpful. So happy, happy to share. <laughs>